Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Today, we are celebrating something so super special. So amazing that in fact, actually, I don't want to introduce it to you. I want my awesome, amazing wife to welcome you and to tell you what today's episode is all about, what it is that we're celebrating. So I'm just going to pass it over to Kathy and have her talk to you here for a couple minutes and tell you about how exciting this show is going to be. I am so dang excited to share this anthology with everyone. Today, we are launching our anthology, (laughs) Thriving Entrepreneur. And I'm excited to share it with you because this one is especially near and dear to my heart. If you have an entrepreneurial spirit, you know what I mean. Like, I can remember as a kid... (laughs) goes back as early as I was probably about six years old and I wanted to buy a new toy and mom said no that's not in the budget you don't have any money (laughs) and so I actually went door to door selling you know just down our block to neighbors I knew but selling my dolls and books and things like that and I remember that the neighbor bought uh, a book and doll for her grandkids And that was just like the best thing in the world. I probably made like a quarter that day and it was the best sale I ever made. (laughs) But if you have that entrepreneurial spirit, you know what I mean? You've always dreamed of more, thought of working for yourself, that kind of thing. And so no matter where you are in that journey, if it's just an inclination in the back of your brain, or if you're full blown in the midst of building your business, because we're always building, it's never finished. Either way, This anthology is a compilation of stories to inspire you, tips to help you thrive as an entrepreneur from entrepreneurs who have been there, done that. (laughs) So let me share with you, um, I'm Kathy Kidd of Kidd Marketing, and our book is Thriving Entrepreneur, just in case uh, you may not know me because we're doing a lot of cross-sharing right now. And so um, let me also share with you a few other authors we have. In this beautiful anthology, uh, you have myself, Kathy Kidd, Noreen Henry, Dion Garvin, uh, Rodney Lawson, Ann Gamble, Connie Knudsen, who's on, uh, Monica Reed, and Steve Kidd to round out the bunch. (laughs) So there's seven of us who have contributed some of our life experiences, our best tips, and our inspiring stories that I hope will help you inspire, be inspired to take your next. And you'll find it on Amazon. And the foreword is written by Jennifer Kim, aka Jen Kim. So if you don't know her, she'll also be uh, linked as well in my post. Get to know all these authors. These are amazing people who are interconnected to other communities 
And we all have something unique to share. We all have a different perspective. And you'll just learn so much. And I hope that you'll be inspired by what we've shared. Let me go through that list of authors one more time. So Connie Knudsen, who's on with us today. Yay, there's Connie. And Dion Garvin, Noreen Henry, Kathy Kidd, uh, Rodney Lawson, Ann Gamble, Monica Reed, and Steve Kidd. So I encourage you to friend all of these people. That's right. There are some amazing stories in here, some incredible people who are changing their little part of the world by being a thriving entrepreneur. That's what the whole show's about. And now we have a book called Thriving Entrepreneur. Um, and just as would be in line with the show, we wanted the book to be all about the messages of thriving entrepreneurs and, you know, just a little piece of what it means for them to be able to thrive in their life and in their business and how that shows up. It was really a lot of fun to see the different people, um, their different lives, their different perspectives, and how it all not only comes together, but how many different ways that you can live as a thriving entrepreneur. You see, the thing you need to understand is, as a thriving entrepreneur, for you to thrive, you have to first identify what that means to you. It's different for each of us, but in the end, when you live a thriving life, it makes your world a better place, of course, but it also allows all of the rest of us in this world to be enriched because of the fact that you're living as a thriving entrepreneur. Um, it's such a great thing. And so I encourage you to uh, you know, take a note from the different people. Um, well, and I should have backed up. I encourage you more than anything, go get the book, Thriving Entrepreneur. Um, it is a great book. Uh, Kathy's second anthology here this year, um, and uh, I was honored to be part of it. I love every single one of the people that are in this book, and I really am so glad for what they've brought to it. But then when you read it, um, and even as you're listening to the excerpts today, I really encourage you, take some time to really think, you know, what does it mean for me to be a thriving entrepreneur? How do I thrive? What makes me feel like I'm thriving? Do you have a clarity in your own life on that? Do you know uh, what makes you thrive? If you don't, you know, of course, obviously I encourage you Spend some time really identifying the things in your life that you want more of um, and the ways that you can get beyond that. You know, we all have things that we have to do, but the more that we can focus on doing the things that we were meant to do, the better our lives are. And of course, obviously, then the lives of all the people around us becomes. Uh, that's an amazingly great thing to have happen in any of our lives is when we really truly are thriving. And so I encourage you, uh, take some notes and uh, you know jot down some things that may spark in your mind that are like, oh yeah, that's, that's something I hadn't thought of, but I really love doing that. As well as, as they're saying their thing, don't get caught up in trying to emulate what each of these people do, but find that unique niche that's yours. Listen to each of the people's stories and really understand and learn there is a unique place for me and thriving is something that I can have 
in my own unique way. Here's some examples of some people that are thriving and how they're thriving. And now here's what I want to define as how I can thrive in my life and business. That's exciting, isn't it? I'm excited just thinking about it and, and introducing it to you. And I really do hope that all of you will really find yourself reaching for the life that allows you to thrive. Um, like I said, stuff comes up. You know, we all have things we have to deal with. We all still live in the world. But when we know what we're going after, there's an old saying, when you aim at nothing, you'll probably hit it you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. But if you take aim at something, you can then become better and better at hitting it. Uh, a great friend of mine, I remember one time, he said to me, he's like, you know, the concept practice makes perfect is a total lie. And I was like, wait a minute, practice makes perfect is like one of the oldest sayings in the book. And he's like, Think about it for a minute. If you practice doing things wrong all the time, how do you ever expect to get it right? He said, you got to practice doing the right things. And that's what I encourage you today. Find that thing that's yours. And then find ways as you're going through the things in life to practice going more and more and more towards being a thriving entrepreneur. We'll be right back. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelp.com youthrive.com check us out and find out how you can be a best-selling author today welcome back to thriving entrepreneur this is steve welcome back we're here today celebrating the launch of the anthology book thriving entrepreneur so amazing so many great people in it great stories about how they live as a thriving entrepreneur and today we want to share with you just a little a little bit of secrets a little bit of tips that they share in the book um, about what it means to be a thriving entrepreneur for them um, and uh, I'm gonna come back here in a little bit and play some more of um, of a audio from a video that Kathy actually did on Facebook recently that uh, will feature her and give you a little taste of what it's like for her to live as a thriving entrepreneur. But I wanted you to, to hear from a couple of the authors in this book besides Kathy and I first. So to kick us off, um, the... Uh, the forward, of course, is done by Jennifer Kim. Jennifer Kim is an amazing person. She, uh, you know, if you don't have your brand nailed, that is the person to go to. She is just the brand whisperer. She will help you find your brand. Um, and then after the foreword, um, and after Kathy talks a little bit, our first author is Anne Gamble. 
Anne has a great little piece that she talks about, about really passing on entrepreneurialism and the entrepreneurial spirit to her children. So let's listen in and see what she has to say um, about being a thriving entrepreneur. That, that I, that I was, uh, that I had a voice, I was important, that what we were doing made a difference. It mattered because just by us having that business, we were able to help kids that could not afford football equipment. We were able to donate and sponsor kids. And if we would have started sooner, we could have sponsored more. We could have helped more. Um, that brought us so much joy. We provided, um, we provided some services to people who weren't able to. And I wish, you know, I really wish instead of doubting myself and doubting, oh, would the kids really want to do this? Or will I was thinking I would get stuck, you know, and they wouldn't want to do it and they would be complaining. And, but they actually enjoyed it. They, they look forward to it. They took ownership of it. And they treated it as their own. And, you know, pretty much it was. They were involved in every phase of it, from the business planning to the logo to the marketing materials. They they did all of that. Um, they decided on the products we were going to sell, the pricing. Um, it was phenomenal just the, the um, you know, how much they owned that whole process. And they received so much joy in helping the, the kids who, you know, needed some equipment and, and I allowed them to go provide the donation to the organization. Um, they were, I, I just I showed them how, you know, that this is a part of it. It's not just for profit and hoarding and keeping for yourself. It's also giving back. So I wish I would have done it sooner because we would have reached more. Just jump, you know, take the leap. Don't worry about it. But you, you find success in the failure. So I was afraid of, I, I was afraid of my own success. I was kind of standing in, in my way, in my own way. And as a result, I, you know, I could have hindered the kids if I wouldn't have taken that uh, step. I'm glad I did. Just jump. Take the leap. More than anything else, that's what Anne is talking about, is, you know, sometimes we have a belief system that limits what we're doing. And sometimes what we need to do is just believe just a little bit more. Take the leap and really be able to see what great things can come from it. And maybe like Anne, you'll find yourself saying, mm, man, I wish I would have even done that sooner. Next, we're going to talk with Monica. Monica is actually going to share a little bit about when she finally came to realize that what she really wanted to be was an entrepreneur, that uh, corporate was something that just wasn't ringing true in her particular life. So let's listen in as Monica talks to us about her breakthrough and becoming a thriving entrepreneur. For um, about two years ago, I <laughs> it started to you know wear heavy on my heart, and I would have to say about a year ago, I had what I would call my first aha moment <laughs> um, in my journey. I used to collect legal documents for a company, and it wasn't until I received my own legal document, which happened to be a garnishment um, across my desk. And that's when I kind of realized that the whole corporate system was a little, that there was something wrong. I'm not going to say upside down or backwards, but I started to realize that the corporate world wasn't really what um, I wanted. I was being served a garnishment working for a company and making someone else a millionaire. 
Um, and they were paying me a salary that would not even allow me to <laughs> pay for the garnishment that I had received. And that, I guess that was my eye-opening moment. And along with a, a, a other few um, issues that I was having in the corporate world, I decided to talk to my husband about um, starting this whole entrepreneurial journey and really figuring things out. So I kindly just went into work one day and I resigned from my corporate job and I really wanted to really live out what, you know, I was, I was called here to do. So I would have to say my first aha moment is what made me leave the corporate world. And then during the next six to 12 months, I started to really deep uh, dive deep into what it was I was meant to do. So as I started looking over all of my jobs, and I say jobs because they weren't career-based. All of them were in different fields. Um, so when I started looking over my job, what attracted me to my job wasn't my actual job. It was the people that I was serving. And a lot of people would come to me and ask me about relationship questions. And people would come in and say, you know, good morning. And they would tell me about their life and ask me for their advice and things like that. So that's kind of over the, the next six to 12 months, I started piecing together that it really wasn't the job. I really wanted to serve people. So that led me to um, relationship coaching. <laughs> so I, you know, I didn't even know that that was something that exists. And so, of course, I would have to maintain my household and my finances Um as far as my part within the household, but I also wanted to make sure that I had a job that was um, serving people and something that I love to do. Ooh, I love that phrase. Think about that one for a second. What is something that you love to do? And how could you do more of it? How could you monetize? How could you find a way to live a life that is doing something that you love to do, that allows the heart and the soul and the passion of who you are to be launched out into the world, to be delivered on a day-to-day basis to the people that you were meant to serve. That's, that's really some good stuff, and I really hope you'll take that to heart. As I promised, I did want to bring back some more of Kathy. Kathy's amazing. You know, I mean, I could just even sit and listen to her talk. She has so many years of experience uh, in the world of marketing especially and just really delivers it. In fact, somebody at one of the events we were at nicknamed her the Velvet Hammer. You know, because she's got a nice soft voice, but what she says is so on point. It's so to the point that it really helps you out. And, um, you know, so I actually literally pulled this clip off of something Kathy was talking about on Facebook here just a little while ago. And it just applies so well to living as a thriving entrepreneur. But I wanted to include it in here to give you a little taste of Kathy. She's got a chapter in the book talking about taking advantage of your opportunity. But I also wanted you to just be able to get an idea of what Kathy brings to the table and what maybe think what she can do for you, but also spark your thought of what could I do? She's gonna talk to us in this segment about what would you do if you had even just 10% more belief in yourself. And I really want you to listen in and begin to think, what could I do? What are the possibilities if 
I stopped limiting myself, if I stopped saying I hate selling and I begin to share. So let's listen in as Kathy shares with us. I'm Kathy Kidd of Kid Marketing and I help authors become bestsellers. I even help people who didn't know they were authors to get their words published and make that book a bestseller. I've helped nearly 200 people in the last year and a half to become best-selling authors. So I can help you too if that's your area that you need help in. But today I wanted to talk to you about sales. So I recently posted um, something, I posted, if you had 10% more belief, what would be possible for you? And this is a really important question. And the reason I posted it is because I was asking myself. I posted that because I was thinking it for myself and I wanted to share it with you guys. It's a really important question to ask yourself. And I initially heard that from Lisa Nichols and work that I've done with her. Awesome stuff. Um, so one of the things that somebody posted was if they had 10% more belief, they would be able to have the sales conversation. And I realized, you know what, there was a point when I was like that too. Because I don't like sales. I don't like being sold to. I don't like trying to sell to other people because there's this whole like icky connotation around it. So sales, that, that icky sales feeling that we talk about or that we all have experienced at some point, that slimy salesperson that you know that they're just out to make a buck and they're not really there to help you. Nobody likes that. Like I wouldn't like doing that. You wouldn't like doing it. And nobody likes experiencing it. So here's the thing. It's really about offering solutions and letting them choose. And the thing is, is that where is your mindset? Is your mindset, how can I help this person? And ultimately for me, that's, that's what it's all about. So like I've got all kinds of connections, people I know. And so if in a conversation what I hear is that what you really need to do is be connected with Paige to get your hair done because she's the bomb diggity, or if you need to talk to Kenya about getting your health right, or if you need to, you know, talk to Zanetta about um, getting your book done or whatever, I'm going to connect you. I'm going to hook you up to what you need, even if it's somebody else inside of my own industry, because we're just not a good fit. I know other people. Like if you need to get your fiction writing done, I have somebody I can connect you with because it's not me. I don't do the fiction thing. <laughs> I can make it a bestseller. But Debbie Burns is the person who can help you actually make up the characters. That I have no clue on. So it's all about discovering what the person's need is and then connecting them to what's going to fill that need. What's going to solve that problem? So if somebody's talking to Kenya and they're talking about their health and she's got the right solution for them, she's going to share what she has. But if for whatever reason, her products, her services, her advice isn't right for them, she can send them to, you know, all these other friends that she's got that have the hookup. Or if in the process they start saying that they need to write a book and they've been meaning to, she knows me. She'll send them my direction, right? So it's really about listening for what their needs are and then figuring out a way to help them meet it. Ideally, it's to, you know, with us, right? Like I'm listening for... What can I do to help that? I've got the solution. So if you're talking to me about getting your book done, you're saying, I just don't have time, I've been meaning to, I've been planning to for years, 
I'm like, hey, I've got a solution to that. We do your, um, your book from recording. We take care of all the editing. We make it super simple and easy. Like, I've got a solution for that. And yeah, I charge for my time and my, my expertise and my solutions and for our staff to do things for you because that's a value. In the same that if you go to see a doctor, they're going to give you advice on what to do for your health or your, you know, broken leg or your, you know, bronchitis or whatever it is. But all of the education and experience that they have is valuable. All of the education and experience that you have is valuable. And it might come easy to you, which makes it more difficult for you to charge for something that comes easy to you. But what comes easy to you is difficult for someone else. If it wasn't difficult for them, it wouldn't be a problem. So not only having that sales conversation, which is really a solution conversation, then charging what you're worth. Because you have to value yourself. People won't value your information if you don't value yourself. Getting free advice, people don't listen to it most of the time because it's free. But if you go to a doctor who says, oh, I'm just giving away free advice today, you're like, mm, I think you need a second opinion, right? <laughs> Why are you giving your time away for free? <laughs> so value yourself enough to charge and value yourself enough to share that experience with them. Because here's the thing, if Walmart has a Lexus on sale for 50% off, I'm going to be asking, why is that Lexus at Walmart for 50% off? Like, mm, that seems a little fishy. I want the experience of buying a luxury car, and I want all the bells and whistles, and I know the price tag that goes with it. Right? But if they have it at Walmart for 50% off, I'm suspicious. <laughs> that takes away my experience as a consumer. So know your value and dare to actually charge what you're worth and let people value you. Because honestly, like I have one coach that she was undercharging and I said, you know, I really would pay a lot more for this because the results that I'm getting from the advice that you're giving me is exponentially growing my business. So here's the value I see in it. And I actually paid her more. I know, right? Because business owner to business owner, heart to heart, I'm like, this is really valuable. I'm getting results. So look at the results people are getting from what you're giving them. And then you're not afraid to charge and have that sales conversation, have that solution conversation. So let me end with asking you, if you had 10% more belief, what could you accomplish? How would that help you live today and every day as a thriving entrepreneur? We'll be right back. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? 
Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur. Today we're talking about our new anthology book entitled Thriving Entrepreneur. And we've heard some really good suggestions about how to pass it along to the other members of our family and to the next generation. About how to identify when, where you're working isn't working for you and how you can thrive in your life and business. And then Kathy talked about the concept of what if... You had just 10% more belief in yourself. What amazing things could you do? And we want to move on and talk to some more of our authors. Uh, Connie is now going to talk to us about feng shui, but not in your house, but in your life. How could you feng shui your life? How could you apply that principle to giving yourself the best version of your life? Oh, well, feng shui is uh, a time-honored uh, is based on the time-honored uh, feng shui principles observed by the Chinese masters thousands of years ago. And it was, it's been working for the Chinese for, th- for thousands of years. So by finding your own uh, personal best direction, and the first step would be to create goals. Second, you know, what is it that you want to uh, accomplished, then you would um, write down your goals, place them in your best directions. Uh, there's a success direction for everybody, and I can help you find that. Uh, then um, you declutter those areas, and instead of having uh, images that don't reflect your goals, you place up images that do reflect. And that, on an unconscious level, both conscious and unconscious, when you look at those, that helps to attract the energy and the inspiration to take the next steps. So you could, you could place them in your health direction if you want better health. You could place them in your success direction, your, your activations or your, um, your images on the wall. You could place them uh, in your relationship if you want to attract a better relationship. But financial abundance, you would go with your personal success direction. And you can contact me um, at, uh, well, my email is info at Knudsen.com. I can help you with that. And uh, when I get my website up, it will be uh, info www.conniecanudson.com and that will be up in probably about two two weeks when they can actually um, get a free get a freebie and then also get in touch with me for a free uh, initial consultation to see if you would be interested in me looking at your home 
and seeing what your blocks are to success. I think all of us want to succeed, regardless of where we work, what we do. I don't know anybody that I've ever met that is in their right mind that doesn't want to be successful. But sometimes there are things that are blocking us, and sometimes simply by making little shifts, we can have that success that we felt like it was eluding us, as opposed to saying, well, you know, other people are born successful, but I'm just not. Sometimes it's just that little minor switch, that little change that helps us be able to really take things to the next level, to to really step up, to do the things that only you can do, to be the person that you were meant to be, that frankly only you can be. Sometimes, again, as I've said before, the best thing you can do for yourself is to really define what does it mean for me to be a thriving entrepreneur. So next, Dion Garvin is going to talk to us about what you need to do to prosper in life. Don't you want to know how to do that? I think there's some really good secrets in here that may have been things you've been struggling with that can now really help you take that next step and really thrive. Okay, so the concept of being a thriving entrepreneur. Um, so first I want to go back and kind of look at what I define as thriving um, and what it really means to like thrive from a personal and lifestyle standpoint. So um, when I think about thriving, I mean, I think about prospering and like really prospering, really growing and really operating in your most authentic and um, your most authentic self. I think of it as operating in a way that um, nourishes the people that you're looking to serve but also in turn um, and also intentionally nourishes you so that, you know, as you're pouring out into other people, you're receiving more to continue to pour out. Um, Of course, along with that, you know, a side effect of that is always um, being able to create, produce, and innovate incredible things that change the lives of people. I know for my business, um, the Expressionista, um, and for under my – my big picture business of Tyus Communications, the brand that I'm building, the Expressionista, uh, definitely um, is all about helping women to thrive um, by being their most authentic self, um, centered in love, people, and purpose. But um, in doing so, um, I noticed that um, building and thriving uh, myself has been um, a journey through that, um, through creating this, this brand, um, and I noticed that, you know, the more that I'm able to pour into, um, the work that I'm doing and the business that I'm building, um, and help other women to thrive personally, um, and, um, in the things that they desire to see happen in their lives, I also noticed that I thrive too, um, in exchange for that. So it's an, it's an incredible circle. Um, when I think of the word thriving entrepreneur, you know, it's, you thriving um, and being able to pour into others through multiple means, of course, through the creativity that you receive as you uh, pour, pour out what you feel that you've been given on the inside. You know, you help others to thrive. My thing is thriving through my voice and being able to share my voice with many people. My, the heart of what I'm good at is communication. And so in um, being a great communicator, I'm able to 
um, kind of share the things that I've learned about those three big picture items, um, love, people, and purpose, and um, to, in order to help other people to thrive. And then in exchange, you know, I, I end up thriving too. The more you give, the more you receive. It really is the way things work. If you think about it like a pipe, you know, think of a great big pipe. You know, you've maybe seen those ones that go under highways and things like that. And if you've ever seen them, sometimes debris gets clogged up in their leaves or different things like that. And then there's not the flow that there used to be. Eventually, a pipe, I'm sure all of us have had, you know, a clogged pipe. A pipe will get clogged up to the point where no flows happening. And that's what giving and receiving really is, is. It's a matter of you need to have the ability for money to pass through you. And on the way through, some of that money is going to stay to help you with your needs and those kind of things. But when you're really concerned about being the largest pipe you possibly can be for money to come in and be able to go back out to worthwhile and practical things, that is a great way to thrive. That's what we're here for. Um, you know, I've often in my book and, and many other things, I've used the example of Scrooge McDuck, you know, of, of having the money that's just sitting there and you just swim around in it. And the truth of the matter is there's very few of us who really want to live in that place. Most of us want the money for what we can do in this world. And I encourage you, find that thing that you can do and really help pass it on because that then is what's going to help you be able to prosper in life. Now, there's also some deeper things that come to living as a thriving entrepreneur. Those things inside of us, the faith, the belief, the things that we hold dearest, those are the kind of things that we really need to have clearly defined in our life. And until we do, the outside world around us just really doesn't come together because we're not clear who we are inside. By getting that clarity, we can really be able to then thrive. Noreen and Henry, her chapter, really helps us take a look at those things inside of us and how we can really be the shining best version of ourselves by really letting those out. How I'm thriving in my life is um, one of the things is having peace, like complete peace. Whereas years, years ago, I didn't have peace. So that's one of the things I'm striving in. And then with the peace and with the, with the focus of, and knowing exactly what it is I want to do and where I'm heading, I'm thriving in that because like even just a few years ago, I didn't have that direction. I knew I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I did, you know, different things over the years, like with network marketing. But it wasn't until maybe just a couple of years ago that I, I uh, got that focus um, to what, what I really want to do. And so, so in that sense, I'm thriving with going towards what it is that I truly want to do, what I'm truly passionate about. Um, so I'm working towards that. So seeing it right now is the thriving of doing that. But I will get to where I want to go. Living in the heart of our passion, in that place where the passionate version of ourselves can show up, 
I, I can't think of a better definition or explanation of what it really means to live as a thriving entrepreneur, of how you can thrive in your life and in your business. It's what we all want. And when we really identify our passion and then live in the center of our passionate purpose, that's when we're really alive. And I really want that for you. I really hope that you know it. Um, and if you don't, I hope that you can find somebody that will help you really identify this is the passion inside of you and the purpose that you were created for. I love that we were talking about that because the last uh, person that I'm going to introduce that wrote a chapter in our book, um, and, and I should mention, the people I did not necessarily give to you in the order that there are in the book, I kind of did them as they you know, as I felt like they fit with this show today. But um, our last author is my good friend Rodney Lawson. Um, Rodney has been on the show a couple other times. He's already an international best-selling author with his book um, about broken, about being broken, driven, and inspired, um, and about how he can live uh, now passionately in the world, even though he has that brokenness inside of him, that inspiration that drives him forward. Um, and, and I really loved his book. But I love what he did in, in, in Thriving Entrepreneur, the book, because he really kind of brings it home, as far as I'm concerned, with the whole concept of his chapter entitled, The Head Time, Headline to Your Life is Success. And I want you to really understand and believe that because the headline to your life is success. Think about that for a minute. You were made, you were built, you were created, you are here on this earth to be a success, to live successfully, to not just make it through, to not just get by, to be all right but to be a success in whatever you're meant to do. You don't need to be the successful Oprah 2.0 because Oprah succeeded at being Oprah. You know, uh, Bill Gates, um, uh, many others, they've succeeded at being themselves. The success that we want in life is to succeed at being the best us that we are meant to be, to fill that place in the world that only we can fill. And I appreciate Rodney. His his spirit is so awesome. He is um, one of those people in life that you choose to have in your life, one of those family members that is your family of choice. I hope you know what I mean by that. You know, there are the people, the family that you were born into, and then there are those people that you come across in life that you choose to have them in your life forever. And Rodney is definitely one of those people in my life. And I've been so honored to have him in our life and to work in and around our business, talking to some of our clients and stuff like that. Um, Rodney is a success, has been, since basically, you know, he became an adult. He succeeded in the work world hugely. Um, and he's been very open in his book about um, the brokenness that he encountered internally as he did that. It's been so fun to watch Rodney now move away from that broken place to a place of healing that he can really now just be that calm, comfortable 
wonderful individual that he really truly is. Um, and I'm honored to have him in my life. And I'm honored to be able to present Rodney to you so that he can talk to you about the headline of your life so that you can know the headline of your life is success. The one thing that I will say is create your own organizational culture. Do not, I repeat, do not let it be dictated to you. And if you don't create it, it will take on a life of its own and be dictated to you, either by customers, by employees, by colleagues, you create your own organizational culture and you guide that thing in the direction that you want it to go in. That's the one piece of advice I would give. Same thing in the corporate world. You know, you want people to respect you as a leader, then you understand the type of image that you want to put out and you project that. It's the same type of thing because in, in the corporate world, you know, I was, I was like an entrepreneur. My name, Rodney Lawson, that was the name of my business. And the way that I conducted myself determined how people were going to react to me, whether it was a client meeting, whether it was a meeting with colleagues, whether it was a sales meeting for, you know, all the leaders or whatever the case may be. And I made sure that I decided what I wanted my image to be like. I decided what I wanted my character to come across as. And that's how I managed myself. So when I look at the company that I have as an entrepreneur, Rodney Lawson LLC, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. I created the organizational culture of, of what I wanted. And in that, I only work with folks or, or, or work with folks that are, A, very serious about what they do. Um, B, they have to have um, the type of personality where they're looking to serve and help. Um, and then three, um, finally, and this is, I can't stress the importance of this, um, they have to be uh, respectful individuals. I have a hard time working with individuals that are very disrespectful. So again, to sum it up, the one advice I can leave is you create the character. We are all the masters of our own lives. We are the ones that are responsible for who we are. And I love Rodney's encouragement. You be the one to create the character. You be the one who decides this is whom I'm going to be in the world to put the stake in the ground. Um, you know, because if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. Um, if you don't define who you are, the world will define it for you. And in order to live as a thriving entrepreneur, you need to be the one who is saying, this is who I am, this is what I stand for, and this is where I'm going to show up and show up powerfully in this world. That's how you can live as a thriving entrepreneur. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. 
Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thank you so much for spending the day with us today, taking this hour to really, uh, you know, invest yourselves in all of the authors in our newest anthology book, Thriving Entrepreneur. Um, thanks for taking the time, and I hope that you got some good things out of it as well, that you found yourself seeing some little pieces of yourself as well as seeing some things that you're like, hey, you know, that isn't me, but it helps me identify more clearly who I am, what I'm meant to be, where I can show up in the world. More than anything, we would love to have known that we inspired you to do that. I do encourage you, pick up Thriving Entrepreneur. It's on Amazon. Um, The author is Kathy Kidd with a K, K K-A-T-H-Y, K-I-D-D. And then, of course, the other authors are mentioned in it as well. Um, You know, it's a great compilation book of all the different authors Um, And you could look up any of them by any of their names. Noreen Henry, Rodney Lawson, Dion Garvin, um, you know, Anne Gamble, um, and uh, Connie Knudsen. And did I miss anybody? Let me make sure before I move on, now that I'm saying names, that I said all of the names. (laughs) Uh, It's one of the disadvantages, you know, of having to have to... Uh, start mentioning people's names is then you got to make sure you say everybody's name or, you know, you're going to end up hurting <laughs> somebody. Of course, the forward is written by uh, our good friend and mentor, Jennifer Kim. And, um, you know, we are just so blessed to be a part of the book. So again, the authors in the book, my dear wife, Kathy Kidd, Monica Reed, Ann Gamble, Connie Knudsen, Dion Garvin, Noreen Henry, Rodney Lawson, and actually the last chapter in the book is by some guy named Steve Kidd. That's right, me. I did contribute the last chapter in the book, and in that, um, I actually was talking about something that I talked very recently on the show, and that's about, uh, you know, really going for it, about not just holding off and waiting until, but really actually taking the time to show up in your life, in the lives of the people you're meant to serve. And I really do hope that you can show up as the person that you're meant to show up as. And that probably means that you have a book in you. Let's just be honest. You know, 81% of the people in the world say that they want to write a book less than 5% ever do. So if you're listening, you probably have wanted to write a book. And you probably have not written that book yet. We would love to help you with that. We have a free group. It's called Best Sellers Guild. It's a Facebook group. If you just go to bestsellersguild.com, you can ask to join and come on in. We have lots of free resources in there things to do. We have people that are just guild members that have been in the group for free and they've put out several books all by themselves and even in some cases made them on their own bestsellers. Uh, You know, we do say 
you know, since you're going to write a book, why not make it a bestseller? And Kathy and I do have a 100% success rate in helping the more than 200 people in the last year and a half-ish that we've helped become best-selling authors. Um, and that number just continues to grow, and we are so delighted to be part of helping them share their message with the world. And we would love the opportunity to do that with you as well. Again, just go to bestsellersguild.com. Um, and ask to join the group. It's totally free. We would love to have you in there. When you're ready to take the next step, we have several options for you to be able to write your book. We have, you know, a classroom that's called the nine week bestseller formula. And in the course of nine weeks, you can write, publish, and market your book to bestseller. That group has a 100% success rate. We've ran four rounds in that now, and 100% of the people that have followed that program have become best-selling authors. I mean, obviously, if you don't do anything, then nothing's going to happen. But everybody that's gone through the system, Dr. Ray actually said with his book, he was in the last class, he was out on the road traveling, being the professional speaker that he is, and he was able to do his book and keep up with the class um, even while out on the road working, uh, you know, day in and day out like he's doing out on the road right now. Um, and so it is really designed to be able to help you write, publish, and market your book to bestseller in just nine weeks. We'd love to talk to you about that. We, of course, also have our, anth our, our anthologies that we do every once in a while. Um, so if you have a group of people that all want to come together like this group did and write your own anthology, you could talk to us about that. And of course, we have our authority package. That's our done for you program. You and I have a conversation and pull all the content out over the course of about an hour to an hour and a half. We can define your book to the point where I can read the basic overview of your book back to you at the end of that time. Um, you know, and then we have a staff that does the cover and the editing and the publishing and the formatting and all of those kind of things for you. And of course, again, you'll be a bestseller. Either way, whether it be just joining our free group, bestsellersguild.com, being part of the nine-week bestseller formula, or stepping up to our authority package, we want to help you share your message with the world. Because for Kathy and I, Living as thriving entrepreneurs, we have as a goal to help one million people over the course of our life through the connections that we have. Not us necessarily doing all the work ourselves, but through all the different things we have, helping one million people become best-selling authors. And we can do that. And it starts with you. We're not thinking about everybody in the world. We are, when we're working with you, really focused on how can we help you? We'd really like to. And so if you have an interest in writing your book, if you've been intending to get around to it, today I'm handing you around to it. And you can now write, publish, and market your book to bestseller. Whether that be through our authority package, where we do mostly almost all of the work for you, or you do it in our classroom nine-week bestseller formula setting. Either one of those is good for you. And uh, we can help you out. And like I said, at the very least, to join us at bestsellersguild.com so that you can be part of our free group and help yourself learn how to become a best-selling author as well as help promote others in the world. We really do have international vision to really affect the planet 
in a positive way with the messages of people reaching out with all of who they are to be the best version of themselves and by so doing, make our world a better place. I hope that you will be able to help join us and you'll, we'll see you in Best Sellers Guild. That's bestsellersguild.com. You know, here on Thriving Entrepreneur, we want to bring you every day the best of people. And, uh, you know, I don't know everybody in the world. So if there's somebody you can think of, you're like, you know, this person is really getting it done in the world. Uh, you know, feel free to have them contact us. And uh, we would love to talk in more detail about how they could, uh, you know, be part of the program and share their message with the world. There's some exciting things coming up both this Christmas season. You know, we're going to do our best-selling author extravaganza on Black Friday again. Hundreds of books made available to you that will be bestsellers all on Black Friday. Um, and we have some things that are happening that are going to help bring right at a place near you, your ability to uh, attend seminars and get help and be part of the growing movement that is the Best Sellers Guild. Because again, we want to help a million people put their book out of the world and really impact the world in the way that they're meant to. And it all starts with you. So feel free to join us. Know that we care about you because here's what we know. Kathy and I both know this so clearly. It's what helps us thrive as entrepreneurs. And that's the fact that you are uniquely brilliant. Yes, you. There's nobody else like you. You were created for a purpose, a very specific on-purpose purpose. You're not an accident. You're not a happenstance. You are by intention. And here's what I know. The world needs you. Kathy and I are here to help you live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. If there's ever anything we can do to help you, whether it be through our book, Thriving Entrepreneur, that's available on Amazon, through bestsellersguild.com or any of the other things, please reach out and let us know how we can help you be a thriving entrepreneur. Until next time, I hope you and yours have an amazing, great week. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. 
All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today.